Welcome to the F3 American Yammer podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of F3 American Yammer. I am your host, the shortest of circuits, Short Circuit, and today I am happy to be joined by Longtime. So Longtime, thank you for being on the podcast. Yes sir, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Alright, so um, let's let's jump right in here. Let's, let's go name Arama. Give me a name, age, F3 name. Yeah, Mark Watson, 45, long time. Long time. Mm-hmm. Now, how long have you been an F3 PAX? Long time. Um, <laughs> it's been uh, set that one up. Yeah, huh? It's been. Uh, it was February two thousand fifteen. Wow, okay. when I came in. So just a few months after everybody started, I was okay. I was within a couple of days of sacked. Actually, he and I talk about that a lot. We're right mm-hmm. around the same time. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. so four years now. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've definitely seen F three grow and specifically F three Greensboro grow then. Yeah, it's yeah, it's funny. We used to talk about, you know, I wonder who the next generation of F three leaders are going to be. You know, when we're all leading workouts like two, three a week, and you know, doing third Fs and all this other stuff. And it's just been a lot of fun to 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 hang around and see how how a lot of guys, not a, actually more than I'd like to see the drift in, drift out, drift in, drift out. Mm-hmm. But but that next generation of leaders kind of take the reins and step into you know owning their own space in f3 and it's, yeah. it's been exciting so yeah yeah it's been a while that's awesome that's awesome and now where do you where do you regularly post throughout the week we have this natville summer challenge we talked mm-hmm. about that yeah i realize you're probably around a little bit but yeah. where, where's your kind of regular stay yeah you know and probably like most men it's wherever when i jump out of bed wherever i can get the fastest that's where i'm going um on most days uh so generally in the north uh not like southern virginia north like some of these guys go you know summerfield north but uh you know the the gds aos the oh so like a shake you know, and bake lunatic fringe yeah lunatic fringe shake and bake. and then you know the jesse wharton circle time on mondays has, has been one but uh i'm I'm a Thursday sweat angel, still loyal to the old, you know, the first AOI founded. And then um, a lot of times on Tuesdays, you know, I'll, I'll go back and forth between. I got into this EC groove with, uh, with Etch-A-Sketch and STP. And we've been mm-hmm. doing that for a while and, and, and Mall Cop and some others. But I've kind of stepped back on that. Uh, but we'll get back to it soon, and we'll be doing the Tuesdays on um, – over at Shake Weight, and then probably Thursdays before Sweat Angel, doing a little extra running around, there you and go. then hitting those AOs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny too how those, like the extra credits seem to like. I think Slumlord mentioned this in his episode. It was like the extra credits were starting to like take on a life of their own. Yeah. And I know even they've got this. What's the Smurf challenge now? Oh man, yeah, that's another level. It's like, <laughs> guys are like, how do I challenge myself? Well, if I just did a Murph a, w- a week or two a week, no, that's not quite enough. Yeah. Let me do three. Let a me week. do three a week. Pretty soon it's going to be like, hey, let's do a thing before mm-hmm. the thing. Forty-five yeah. minutes before the forty-five minutes. <laughs> We're all going to be waking up at midnight just to yeah. get there. All right. Well, that's awesome, and definitely that'll that'll help out. So if guys want to know where to find you. 
Yeah, man. Uh, for better or for worse, right? Right, right. All right, so let's let's jump right in here. So let's talk about let's talk about life before F three. We'll start mm-hmm. with the, kind of the fitness piece, right? Yeah. Now you mentioned before when we started before the podcast, yeah, that you had always kind of really been into to fitness. But what did that what did that look like for you leading up to F three? Yeah, I well, you know, we were as we were chatting, the word lone wolf came to mind. That's just not really. It doesn't work well for a lot of guys, and I'm probably one of those guys. Just you know, it's easy to rationalize and justify. I've got other things going on, or life gets crazy, and you know, without accountability, uh, as as subtle as it can be sometimes, just knowing that you're going to post with with your with your buddies, um, it makes a difference. It's just that little extra nudge to get you out of bed and get you there. So, with that said, I mean, I I, I was generally fit. I mean, I'd work out a lot. I'd hit the gym, you know, several days a week or I'd do some cardio. Uh, but, you know, I did, I did pogo as F3, you know, yeah. to, to use the lingo. Um, I would pogo 20, you know, up and down here and there. It wasn't a pogo 40, so that's a bit of an exaggeration. But um, so I'd say a lot, it really steadied me out a bit, uh, you know, getting into F3. Uh, it, was, it was exciting for different mm-hmm. reasons, and, mm-hmm. and the payoff became – uh, oh, by the way, you know I'm I'm working out on the steady now yeah. without without my my little pogo thing going on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you definitely mentioned it's something we've heard on the podcast before. Um, any guy who's been into any sort of fitness, even leading up to the F3, has always expressed some some type of concern over lone wolf syndrome. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just out here by myself working out with Fern. Right. Is that the, that's yep, the, yep. That's the hanging F3 out with Fern? Spent a lot of time with her. Yeah. Yeah. Vernacular. Mm-hmm. All right. So you, so you already had this this fitness background. Mm-hmm. Um, doing the Pogo Twenty, the mm-hmm. lone wolf. <laughs> Let's talk about fellowship. So where were you fellowship wise? What was kind of the nature of your relationships before F3? Yeah. Um, well, we had moved, you know, we moved to North Carolina, moved to Greensboro area in 20, end of 2013. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was kind of uh, getting connected in town and, and getting to know people around the triad. It wasn't terribly hard. I mean, we, we found relationships and such, but but good friendships, you know, were, they're always hard to come by. You could spend a whole life, right, getting yeah. to find good friends, good friends. Um, mm-hmm. And so I felt like I was... I was perhaps lacking in the in the good friends category locally. You know, I had my, my buddies and such back in Pittsburgh, but um, so getting connected at F three, seeing guys on the regular, uh, and getting to know them. Hey, let's have coffee here and there, and then you know have lunch with a guy or another fella, and get to know a lot of of really good. And I would say a, a lot of my closest friends. You know, a lot of my closest friends are our F3 packs. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm delighted at that, you know, mm. so. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think it, uh, it pulls back to something you brought up before. And, and we'll, we'll talk about this as we kind of make, make the full rounds, but the yeah. idea of kind of the, the lone wolf syndrome being effectively kind of defeated a little bit mm-hmm. through, through F3. And in that, in that same vein, like you mentioned lacking good, in good friendships, like being able to have those good friendships along with the fitness piece, mm-hmm. um, kind of helps to tie those two things together—the fitness and the fellowship. Yeah, I would say, uh, and I know you're going to segue here in a second, but yeah. there's there's something comes to mind. Comes to mind. One time, I was just randomly going to be alone, like my wife was out of town for some reason. It was before we had children. It's like, man, what am I going to do? You know, I mean, so I put on Facebook like anybody around. I'm batching it, you know, and. <laughs> 
and Stinky Cheese, who who actually who who was part of the the EH to me, by the way, he mm. was he EH'd me, um, was like, hey man, I'll have a beer with you. And so we just went and had a beer. Mm. I was like, wow, I guess I had a random friend like say, let's have a beer. first time I ever did that, and it was it was my F three brothers like, yeah, let's have, I'll have a beer with you a long time. Let's get together. So it was great. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's um, let's talk about the faith piece, mm-hmm. and, and and I I have changed up this question as, as noted. Um, so let's talk about kind of a sense of something greater than yourself, mm-hmm. um, your impact within the community, or even your, your personal beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did those What did those look like? You know, how did that feel, or what was it? How did it manifest? Yeah, um, yeah. before F three. Well, you know, I've, faith has always been a to me been a been an important part of my self identity, and and you know, um, as as a Christian, which I am, I've. I've always felt, you know, like that is front and center. It took on, you know, my sense of self mm-hmm. um, after I, I, what I would say, came to Christ. You know, and I know the day that I that that this conversion for me happened, and when everything changed, and everything did change from that point. So, faith was always kind of vital to myself, and ever since I've been in in Greensboro, for sure. I mean, this was 1997 when when that started to take on. Uh, it's a I started taking on new life in that, mm-hmm. what I consider, you know, pursuing abundant life in, in, a, in a way. And uh, F3, so fast forward to connecting with F3, um, you know, I, I've, at first I was like, wait, how does faith fit with working out? Like, how does this go together? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get it, you know, and it took me a while to get it. <laughs> but after a while I thought, I, I got like, oh yeah, so, you know, this is the, this is the magnet, this fitness thing, mm-hmm. right? It gets people together, and then there's the the glue that holds them together, relationships, and then the dynamite is the faith piece. And I'm th- trying to think, so it's just a clever way, you know, to be Christian, or what is this? <laughs> and um, and but I've I've really I've really you know obviously relaxed a lot into into like let me just understand this a little more, and I get it on the deepest level now, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe some guys get it right away. I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is cool. I like these guys. We're going to keep working out together and, you know, doing the uh, church relationships and other things around. And I, they, the worlds didn't intersect right away. Mm-hmm. Eventually they did and started two more. But um, the third F piece of recognizing the world is bigger than me, you know, I think we're all sad clowns in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, guys are sad clowns and sad clown syndrome is, a you know, the, the diag- diagnosis, you know, can be explained in volumes of books and there's so much going on there but one of the things is a lot of people are would consider themselves people of faith but they're in strange ways isolated or they lack the joy of what i would call the joy of the spirit in their lives and what i recognize to be that you know because there's just a lot of life going on and you always have people around you to to use another f3 term to shield lock with and Mm -hmm. to and to kind of get in the trenches who get in the trenches with you and help you figure this stuff out so the third F aspect of F3 kind of brought that to life. It put a name on some of that stuff, and mm-hmm. it, it tied into the whole system of F3. Mm-hmm. Um, really started to make a big difference in my life. Like I see there are guys that that serve and that serve joyfully and give themselves freely. You know, butt fumble comes to mind. There's a lot of guys, but butt fumble um, early on was an example of that for me. I'm like, look at this guy. He's just giving it away all the time. My goodness, you know. Um, when does he have time to do anything else? I don't know, you know, because I'm, but, you know, he just, seeing that in his life as an example made me say, man, you know, 
I, I need to I need to give it away more. I need to be yes. You, know, so you see some of those these things modeled around you, mm-hmm. and 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 they inspire. So I was inspired in that way, and and in the third half, it inspired me in my faith to lean into some of these things more. Gotcha. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, and and to kind of summarize there, so you, so you've got this fitness background, mm-hmm. um, kind of lacking in some some deeper fellowships friendships from. Mm. kind of moving here and still mm. finding those. But the faith piece you're talking about, and this is kind of the, the strong aspect, right? You, you've grown up, you've had this strong sense of identity in mm-hmm. Christ through mm-hmm. being a Christian. Yeah. Um, and now F3 sort of presents this opportunity to really make it, as, as we term it, right, the dynamite aspect. Yeah. Um, oh, that's great. So let's talk about let's talk about that first workout. So you already mentioned Stinky mm-hmm. Cheese, mm-hmm. EHG. So how did, yeah. how did that come about? So uh, he actually, he wasn't the first, well, I guess he was the first true age. He said, Mark, you need to come to this. But uh, uh, Bird's Nest was, prior to that, told me about this F3 thing. You know, we were in a, doing a Bible study together, as many, many of the packs knows, you know, Bird's Nest and have done Bible studies with them. But um, he was talking about it and telling us about it, telling me about it at one point. And uh, I thought, oh, that's interesting, huh? And, and I just left it at that, you yeah. know. And yeah, says, he kind of said, if you ever want to know more about it, you know, let me know. I was like, okay, well, maybe, I do. <laughs> maybe I'll, you know, see you next week, whatever. Um, and then I was, I was a, so I'm a doctor of physical therapy. And so mm-hmm. I had a part of what had me in Pittsburgh, or I mean, in, uh, from Pittsburgh to here was, was this partnership. And I, he was a patient of, or he actually, he wasn't, but one of his family was. And uh, he, he came to the clinic and he, and he said, hey, man, look at my shoulder. He said, oh, I got this pain. You know, here, look at this. They touched it. And I was, you know, oh, that's super, you know, that's tendonitis. Yeah, probably. And yeah, that's a little impingement thing. What did you do to yourself? Yeah, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. what did this guy do to himself? It looks pretty fit in general. He's like, oh, we just did so many push-ups. You know, I could. I'm like, he said, we call them Merkins. I'm like, huh, that's an interesting name, you know. And then, <laughs> and then he tells me, tells me that he hurt himself doing F3. You should come check it out. And then. And then I hurt myself doing F3. Yeah, you should yeah. come too. Right, which is like a physical therapist dream. Wait, there's hurt people there? You yeah. know, I, I can I can help someone. This yeah. is going to be great. You know? Anyway, but it was just a, I thought, well, this it's the second time I heard about this, mm-hmm. you know, and was intrigued equally by it both times. And I thought, well, you know, and he, he gave me a day and time, you know, be there 7 o'clock Saturday morning, you know, at basically Cornwallis Nightmare, which okay. is a, a regular post for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Gotcha. So it was the nightmare. Do you remember who cued? Yeah, oh, I do. I remember very clearly who cued. It was he has a, a smile, folks. <laughs> it was Wilson. Wilson was a cue. Yeah. As he was, and a lot of guys, you know, who maybe not been around as long, may not know Wilson or know, know him well, but Wilson used to cue. There's times he's cued seven days, six, seven days in a row. I mean, mm-hmm. he would cue, you know, which that's all the workouts we had, right? He cued yeah. like every workout for, the, for a week or something, two weeks or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. Um, any, any notable thing that you remember from that? I know my first one, I was like, oh, I got this. No, I don't have this. I'm like, oh, this sucks. I hate this. Yeah, it was cold. It was February. It was really cold. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I remember we went on the ball field, and there was a huge circle. There's probably 40 guys just just ballparking there. Sure. And uh, we were doing the warmerama, and I was like, yeah, okay. Well, that's enough. You know, I was like, <laughs> like okay, we're done. Are we done, right? Like, um, and I'm thinking, well, I got to keep up with this. We're going to, now we're going to do more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just remember it was a long hour. Yeah. I remember someone commenting that, 
you know, hey, if it was a weekday, we'd be done by now. <laughs> and that was at the 45-minute mark, and I thought, oh, no, that means there's another 15 minutes to go. You know, yeah. it was pretty rough. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't start a second day of the week for some time mm-hmm. because it was. And then I remember being like, oh, an hour's up, and then we still hadn't done, you know, American Hammers, which we called different things at the time. Mm-hmm. We, hadn't, we hadn't nailed down the, the Exicon totally. Yeah. They're like Russian twists, another person would call them. Uh, something else I forget but American Hammer became you know it landed eventually and stuck but um, yeah so we did we did hammers around 805 or something like that so I was I was spent an extra five minutes and and I'm like and Wilson you know um, doing core exercises he's like doing 50 of them or something and I'm like I'm dead after five you know I'm yeah. like okay so we're gonna just gonna keep trying to do these you know, until they're done yeah. <laughs> and now and now why did you get how did the name Long Time come about? Yeah, I would say it was a slow naming day at F3 that day. <laughs> um, Wilson spent all his energy queuing and uh, and didn't have more uh, more creativity to get. I'm just kidding. It, um, so they're like, "What do you do? What do you do?" And, and Stinky Chi said, "Don't say too much. You know, it's everyone famously <laughs> says to you, be careful what you say." Yeah, I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna say. So I'll tell him, you know, I'm in, in business, and uh, I, I didn't let on that I was a doctor, physical therapist, I was a physical therapist. Didn't say anything about that, and they just kept prodding and kept prodding, prodding. Did leave me alone? You know, I'm from Pittsburgh, and tell them that stuff. Tell them about your family. Tell mm-hmm. And so I finally told them, you know, that I was a physical therapist, and a lot of physical therapy type things came up. Uh. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, and then Stinky Cheese, who who you know, still says it almost every time he sees me. He says, hey, love you long time. <laughs> and uh, and Wilson said, long time. Your name is long time. And there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what I, I figured it was something along those lines. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I try not to share the story too often. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, it is something you can say in church. We had this discussion over the past week. We yeah. We had the F3 camp bike trip, right? Yeah. It is something you can say in church. Maybe mm-hmm. not the story. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the story's not too mm-hmm. bad. It applies to all sorts of areas of my F three life, though. Like, <laughs> like you know, when I'm when I'm going to show up, you know, or when uh, you know when I'm running, I'll be there. It'll be a long time before I get from this side to that. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of things, but yeah, that's truly how the name came about. Gotcha. All right, so let's talk now. And and much of this you've kind of already covered within mm-hmm. your story as you were sharing, um, talking about life since F three. Mm-hmm. So. Previously in the fitness aspect, you were talking about how you kind of were, were going through the, the lone wolf um, mm-hmm. the, the syndrome. Yeah, lone wolf syndrome. I don't want to use syndrome, but yeah, kind of lone wolf syndrome, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, but specifically kind of in the fitness piece, how has your fitness changed since F3? Um, I, I would hesitate to say I'm in the best shape of my life. I don't know that is true, but certainly since high school right yeah. since college um i'm in the best shape I've, I've ever been um i'm you know i'm i'm within a range of my target weight at all times mm-hmm. you know and i i never thought i'd see those those numbers again <laughs> there was a time i was like but a few nutrition challenges later and, and continuing to post and mm-hmm. you know so it's challenged me i'm you know doing the 250 by the way after mm-hmm. 250 uh, which is basically five workouts a week all year mm-hmm. um is has challenged me this is my second full year doing it. i think it's second it might be third i don't know a lot I've lost track of that you know but week by week it basically keeps me on track to always be posting always be working out and when i don't 
I miss it. And I know all guys feel that way. You know, you, you, when you get used to working out a lot and you don't post, you take a few days off, you're sick or something happens, you know, I'm just, just not, not on your A game or I'm not on my A game. Mm -hmm. I notice, you know, I, I like to be forward leaning in life and taking on challenges and going at my day. And when I haven't posted or I haven't, um, you know, started my day right, so to speak, I, I've just, a lot of times I just feel like I'm, I'm kind of cloudy and just still waking up by 10 a.m. Yeah, it's a really yeah. weird feeling. And yeah. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. there definitely can be a sense of kind of fog, right? It's yeah. not necessarily that it's... I've never had a day where my day was completely shot because I didn't go to F3. Right. But definitely there have been days where I didn't post, and I'm just kind of like, oh, I just don't, I don't feel like I'm attacking it. I feel like I'm being attacked by the day. Yeah, true that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the, the fellowship piece. So mm -hmm. you were mentioning before that you, you know, when you first got here in Greensboro, you're kind of mm -hmm. lacking, lacking in the good friends category. Mm -hmm. Um, but then you, you also made mention of the fact that many of your best friends now mm -hmm. were packed within F3. So, yeah, yeah. so tell and, me about your fellowship. Well, yeah, they may not call they may not know they're my best friends, but, but <laughs> they're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Long time. I'm like, no, you're my best friend, man. What are we talking about? Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I was thinking about the you know what life does to us in our 30s and 40s and you know someone said once the first miracle of jesus wasn't the wa making water to wine it was that he found 12 friends in his 30s mm -hmm. 12 good friends in his 30s um yeah i i just there's something about being around you know other guys every day and suffering alongside them um and by the way doing your best to push yourself and then everyone's still suffering together and it being like, it's okay, we're all doing this. We're all suffering. Um, makes you feel good. You know, as guys, I've noticed, and this would be, you'd confirm this too, that, you know, we don't generally relate by sitting and having coffee or talking face-to-face. -face. I mean, we do that, but that's not like, you know, the way we get as comfortable with people always. Yeah. You know, when... We, we like to be doing things together mm -hmm. and we feel like, you know, there's guys, I still, some, many guys, I still don't know their real name or, or it doesn't come to mind right away. Their F3 name comes to mind. I have to think, wait, what's his name again? What's your name? Yeah. Um, uh, and I feel like we know each other very well and we're really good friends. Mm -hmm. um, and there's, you know, there's things about guys, we don't know anything about each other's lives. I feel like we're really not good friends, but we feel close mm -hmm. because we suffer together a lot. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's a great it's a great entree for for a quality relationship. Yeah. You know, to get into get into the meat and potatoes of what makes makes life good. You know, you, you don't have this whole machismo barrier to get through with other guys. You're just like whatever, dude. You know, we're yeah, we do have three together. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and you make a good point too, and that is that I found that many of the relationships that that I've had where it started mm -hmm. as let's grab coffee first, usually not always, usually kind of fizzled out. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. but the ones that where the coffee came second, and usually there's a F three workout before that, mm -hmm. those were always considerably better. Mm -hmm. um, and to your point, kind of that that suffer together mentality. Um, what is it? I think I'll, I'll I'll steal egregiously from I think Mall Cops episode um, where he quoted Henry V, um, the Shakespeare play. Which uh, what did he say? Something like, you know, he who sheds his blood with me this day will be my brother. Mm -hmm. And that's, it kind of plays back into exactly what you're talking about. It's like this sense of shared suffering, like we're mm -hmm. doing this together, mm -hmm. um, brings about a sense of camaraderie and fellowship that's, I think, much deeper than, hey, let's just go and sit down and talk. 
doesn't mean that that's doesn't mean that that's one's great and one's bad just right. that there, there is something strong about that yeah i, I, I agree so to, to tie it together now mm-hmm. the the third f piece and, and you alluded to this before before we started the podcast when we were talking and even um when we were mentioning it before kind of the the faith element right mm-hmm. something greater than yourself mm-hmm. and you brought up this sense of dynamite mm-hmm. right within um through f3 so mm-hmm. tell me now about kind of your your faith since incorporating with F3? Yeah. Um, well, I think that uh, part of, of my personal faith is is I'm, I'm called to not be a sad clown. Mm-hmm. And the path to, I mean, you know, speaking F3 lingo here, but the path to not being a sad clown is, is a difficult one to find. Um, so... So I think the best version of myself exists because of the sharpening that has, is I, lo- I owe in large part to, to what F3 has helped me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from a personal faith standpoint, um, yeah, um, and things are made real. I think, I think I especially, I don't know about others, but I have a tendency to be academic. Like I was really good at school and, you know, I'm good at studying things and writing things and all that. Um, so, you know, I, I tend to just get caught up in the academic stuff and not live it out as much. It's just easy. It's mm-hmm. easier to be that way. Yeah. But that doesn't really matter in this world as much as what you do. It's mm-hmm. how you live. It's the way you relate to others, and it really happens. So living the real life, living true life, um, you know, that's where rubber meets the road with faith. Um, and I don't know. I just, in, in some ways, F3... Uh, and what it represents help men connect that for real yeah. you know because you're less isolated you're around other guys um and and i think it's it's really cultivates male male community leadership yeah yeah that's great so mm-hmm. so thank you for sharing that um definitely that 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 third f piece and I, I think your, your, your statement here, called to not be a sad clown. I think that's something we forget sometimes, right? Is yeah, yeah. And I'm, not be. I mean, and my, to just one other thing about that, you know, my personal, like, mission or whatever, you know, I mean, I maybe you wouldn't put it, but one, one way I would look at it is if, you know, if people are looking towards God and drawing closer to Him because of my life, then I've, I've my life has been well lived, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't think, you know, what what what's really interesting about any of our lives, really? You know, when, when we, yeah. if we're in isolation, what can possibly be, be be interesting? You know, so challenging ourselves to be better and, and to be as as we were talking about, forward leaning every day and taking on the world um, is is meaningful stuff. And to me, that's very closely linked with our faith. That's great. That's great. Well, definitely, thank you for for sharing that story with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I love hearing guys' stories, and, and yours definitely. You know, calls to that that sense of I like your I like your statement forward leaning. That's yeah. great. So um, as we kind of wrap up here, do you have any closing thoughts for the packs? Anything that you'd like to share? Um, yeah, because you asked me to think about this before we got on, it's like you better think about this part. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, so many things I could could think to say or share. You know, be like in a little circle of trust moment here, but um, I don't know. Since this is kind of about just me sharing my own journey. I've really realized that leadership is where it's at in life. I think in, in for as as a man especially, and intentional leadership 
and what it means to you is so important um, to the to the male journey, I think. And so we are this take this in for a minute. We are spiritual leaders in our lives, in our homes. How's that going for you? It's not are you a spiritual leader? No, I'm not telling you you are. You are whether for for better or for worse, you are that. Mm-hmm. It's just who you are. It's who we're the DNA of the way we're made up. So how's that going for you? Um, and uh, the answer to that question, you know, is usually worked out over a cup of coffee with, with some guys or after suffering together for a period of time. <laughs> for approximately so, 45 minutes to an right. hour. That's right. Um, and, you know, and, and work to make that better, you mm. know, work to get ahead of that. Um, and I think to the degree that we do that, our lives are, it can be more impactful. We can be more hymns as they say high impact men mm-hmm. so. no, that's fantastic yeah um, definitely <laughs> it plays right into exactly what you called before right you're called not to be a sad clown there is a sense of intentional leadership you are expected to be a spiritual leader and that question of how's it going for you that's that's really dynamite so that's yeah. awesome i appreciate it so if guys want to get in touch with you what is the mm-hmm. best method to do that yeah i'm you know our preferred way of communicating it seems in f3 is twitter so that's the easiest one i'll just put that out of it at dr mark watson on twitter um you can usually find me on replying or to almost any f3 greensboro post at a, a, on a given day but yeah dm me or uh yeah please be in touch awesome all right guys well with that that wraps up episode 19 you're so close so close to 20 <laughs> Um, episode 19 Uh, thanks again for listening thanks again long time for for being with us and uh, stay sharp guys we'll see you in the gloom thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer if you're interested in sharing your F3 story reach out to us at f3americanyammer at gmail.com again that's f3americanyammer at gmail.com or on twitter at f3americanyammer until next time stay sharp We'll see you in the group.